<laughs> Hello, and welcome back to Heal with the Angels. I'm Tracy, and I'm here today with the wonderful Sherry Myers. Sherry Lee Myers is a screenwriter, producer, activist, and podcaster, keenly interested in how we can personally, culturally, politically, and spiritually transform our lives to create community based on love, truth, and equality. I love that. Sherry hosts How to Connect with Angels podcast, conducting interviews with authors, channels, religious leaders, therapists, and healers all over the world who work with the angelic realm. The podcast embodies and explores the message, angels are everywhere. It is with the same intent that Sherry Lee Myers and Sheridan Film Company have created My Angel Prayer on Alexa. How cool is that? The skill offers free 30-second prayers created and spoken by angel practitioners from around the world. You'll see, taking less than a minute to listen can shift your entire day. Sherry's first screenplay written with Edward Kovach, Angel Lady, about a strange phenomenon on an old TV set is now a Sheridan Film Company production set to film in El Paso in spring of 2020 with Edgar Pablos, Pablos directing. Sherry and her husband, Emmy Award winner Dan Moore, will serve as lead producers. So exciting. And she says to join her tribe receiving free stuff. Um, at her website, and we'll definitely link to all that in our interview. So welcome, Sherry. It's so nice to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. I am, I'm really honored. I'm really honored. I'm really grateful to be here. Thank you. Thank you, Tracy, for what you're doing. Oh. Stepping out. <laughs> yes, that is the, the so theme helpful. of the whole summit is stepping out. So, so helpful. I'm happy to be here. So let's talk about where this all started for you, Sherry. What was the, the can you remember the starting point? You know, my connection with the angels was prompted by the fact that I'm making a film about a glitch on a TV that may or may not be an angel. And in order for us to find our audience and to be able to, to because this is a, not necessarily a Christian film, it's a spiritual film. So we want to find people of all religions who believe in angels. So that prompted me to, to start this podcast, How to Connect with Angels, about four years ago. My first guest was Lorna Byrne. Now, honest to God, I'd written this film, but I had no idea really what I was doing. What, when we, I, it was, I mean, I had like you, Tracy, I had had a lot of awakening after my dad passed. Mm -hmm. um, that was a long time ago. So now we're talking in the last four years, we're about to produce this movie. We're looking for our audience. We started this podcast and I started I start to understand and connect things and live at a level that I had when I was child, you know, the level of joy, the level of faith, the level of freedom, the level of, of feeling loved. Um, you know, I'm a pretty anxious person, you know, and it was incredibly helpful for me to keep interviewing people who work with angels channel angels, write about angels. And I started some of those tools I just took on. I mean, I just, I don't know the door. I felt like, of course I was guided to do this. Of course there's angels there for me. So my, 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 my introducing my, my introduction was kind of this drop into this 
amazing, uh, I'm going to say grid, I, I, I don't actually mean drop, I mean actually this elevation to this level of committed, really good-hearted, um, wonderful people who have this energy they can connect with. That to me, that pulls everything together that I'm about, which is about be the change, mm -hmm. okay? So as an activist and as a filmmaker, and I want to be able to help lift that despair, give people hope, empower them. Um, it's you know very tr tricky times, mm -hmm. but it's too late to quit. That is actually going to be the title. That's the title of my book that I'm writing. So all of this, it's too late to quit. And all of this work with the angels has helped me to live much more naturally, confidently, with trust, with love and joy. I'm learning every day and I do meditate. And after it was after I started meditating with our friend, Melanie Beckler, Mm -hmm. And I started to really take that time, which is the most crucial thing, take the time, listen to the meditation and write what came in. Mm, I love and that. that. made all the difference, didn't it? Yes. Yes. That's a great starting point. So I, so it's so interesting. You dropped a lot of really information, interesting information in there. So did the podcast start then as research for the movie? Is that what Yes. You oh, fascinating. Yes. And I just, and I, and I, and I had, it, I didn't really even know anyone who worked with angels besides Doreen Virtue. Mm -hmm. So I actually made my list from going on to Amazon and seeing who had best selling books. And that's how I, well, was so lucky to land Lorna Byrne, an international best-selling um, mystic. She's a mystic. She has experienced angels from the crib and sees dead people. And she's amazing. And I was terrified. And then I got to find out that she's a real person. Yes. And even just my experience doing the summit and speaking to so many other people who communicate with angels and our channels and mediums and the energy that everyone has is so wonderful. As you mentioned, everyone is just so welcoming and really here to help and lift the world. And as you said, you're an activist helping to elevate the world. And that's really, everyone's just wanting to be of service. So um, once you get on with a community, a tribe like that, it is very, it raises your vibration, doesn't it? Yes, it does which is a, the best reason for people to listen to the podcast and to take this summer and find these people and mm -hmm. continue. Yes. Continue, commit every day to something. That's why we created my angel prayer is that I began to understand the importance of being, allowing yourself to shift mm -hmm. and, First of all, acknowledging that a shift is possible. And that's why helping with, working with the angels and knowing there's a channel and that there's energy, there's a way you can step into your connection. When you're out of connection, Wayne Dyer always said that that was the one question to ask yourself. Am I connected or not? Am I? And if when we're not, to be able to find the tools and also know there are, that's a prime importance now it's not like oh yeah you know when i retire i'm going to meditate no 
No, 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 no. The time's now. Time's today. A lot of people say that when I have time, I'll meditate, but that's, uh. that's counterintuitive because actually you need to make time to meditate to create more time in your life. Even though it feels like it will take time away from your day, you actually expand time that's right. By spending just a few minutes meditating each day. It's so super important. That's um, right. So I and love angels it. show up and that helps your life easy, get easier anyhow. I definitely believe meditation is the gateway to opening all of this wonderful world. That's how it all started for me yeah. as well. Yes. But I really want to learn more about what happened when your dad passed away and how this all started for you. What's the story around that? Well, I was, I'm really, 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 really glad you asked because... <laughs> We have that connection, and I'm gonna uh, uh, I'm gonna be able to ask you the same. My dad le uh, losing my dad, and when I was I was only 21, and I had spent a number of those years away in England going to drama school, so I hadn't actually been able to be around him those last four, five years. I was gone, and then I was in New York, and yet my dad was this, you know, he was my heart. Mm -hmm. He was my everything. He believed in me as an actress and as going away and taking risks and doing big things. And, you know, he just saw me and really was proud of me. And he would say that. And that was, mm -hmm. you know, that was where I got my strength. And he had heart disease and... And side note is that when my father was, had a hard time falling asleep and he would read way into the night and, and he'd read and for a long time he'd read and smoke cigarettes. So that will explain the heart disease. He was a veteran of World War II, got hooked then, never could get off and he had heart disease. And at the age of 50, um, he had his final heart attack. Hmm. Now, interestingly, that morning, that before I got the call from Ohio that he had passed, I was having this dream. And in this dream, the four of us children, his four children were in this woods that was magical. And there were uh, just these unicorns and these creatures and this beautiful, magical waterfall. And it was just so peaceful and gorgeous and glorious. And then the phone rang. And it was a neighbor of my, or either my mother, or somebody to say, you have to come home. And uh, I got home. And it was a terrible blizzard time, during that time. And yet I found my way to see Wayne, who is this guy who read cards for me, read tarot cards. When, before I went off to England, and he's the guy who said to me, you're going to England for four years, you're going to be an actress, your grandfather's here, et cetera, et cetera. Now I went, I found Wayne in this blizzard, and he said, I, he opened the door, he looked like Mahatma Gandhi, living in a little tar paper shack outside of Urbana in the country, and he opened the door, and he said, your father's passed on. And I said, yeah. And he said, well, come in. So he came in, we sat at his table, he read the cards. He had these little dog-eared poodle cards. He had a poodle on them and he just would just go in there and go to the cards and then he, would, then he opened the door and he told me what was going on on the other side with my dad. Hmm. 
that he was with a friend from the war, that he's sorry he didn't get more insurance. I mean, and then he identified things that I had of his. So this was this reading from the other side and this assurance that my father was giving me because he knew I was the most open. Of course I was I'm an artist, you know, open to the idea that there is the other side. And he confided in that interchange. My father confided to me that he read Edgar, Edgar Casey, but he didn't dare tell anyone because he was a soccer coach and a professor in a little Ohio town, you know, in the sixties and seventies. So he wasn't going to let anybody know since that. So that opened the door and then I began to see people and he was, would be my intermediary from time to time. And um, the angels were something that came up, really came up though, when I started the podcast, because I was under a conception that those we have lost in love become angels. Mm. I have a different understanding about angels now. The angels really are beings of light that are assigned by God to help we mortals who are spirits in human suits. Mm -hmm. And they're here to say, look, you know, we're here with you. We know it's hard. We, you know, what do you need? And angels come appear as earth angels and they appear at the proper time. And, they, and all of that came to me, that understanding first came to me when I started interviewing people about their angelic encounters. And I realized that there was this, this theme that this this thing that of angels appearing if it is not your time, something, a, a voice, a, a figure, a human being, you don't know, but it will appear and it will save your life and it will disappear. And I've heard dozens of stories now. So that was like, oh, that's not my dad. That is that. That is the energy transmuting into something that won't scare the hell out of you <laughs> so you'll do the right right yeah right so how do we keep our connection going so we're really working at a maximum um mm. frequency so that's right thank you frequency that to me is that's our that's our uh challenge and that's our opportunity Mm -hmm. That's why I create this stuff, this inspirational stuff, because I, I love the idea that somebody listened to a podcast and go, oh, kind of like how I listen to your podcast. I'm so grateful for that. You have no idea. I never know who listens to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I did the same thing. So yeah. Yeah. But so, when you mentioned it's a challenge to tune in and to stay at a high frequency, I completely yes. agree. And I want to mention that because it is so much easier to choose to blend in and to accept that the world is face value, what it looks like, and that I'm just going to put my head down. I might not be happy. I might not have what I want in my life, but I'm going to put my head down and just suck it up and blend in. What isn't easy is stepping up, taking time every day to meditate, being conscious of the foods that you're putting in your body and how you're treating yourself and your body so that you can feel better. Yes. 
it's yeah. so worth it at the end of the day, but it isn't necessarily easy. Like, for mm-hmm. example, I'm noticing what an effect meat has on me. I grew up eating meat. I'm from a farm town. My family, you know, big meat eaters. And so for me to start thinking about cutting that out, it's really hard. It's a habit for me, but I can notice mm-hmm. how much better I feel when I cut it out. So it's, it's not an easy path, but it's such a joyful and wonderful path. Um, and rewarding. Yes. It's so rewarding. So- it's really, to me, it really is the crest of the wave. Mm. It's the crest of the wave. It is, it is being willing to be at your peak, um, being willing to love other people at their peak rather than being competitive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I grew up in an environment where females were always competing. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to say, but I have fixed that because I am now completely in awe of uh, power, grace, glory, and righteous righteousness the women are bringing to politics and to, the, you know, doing good. Yes. You know. Yeah, and another thing I wanted to touch on with your story, your wonderful story about your dad and how you went to see the card reader, I think his name was Wayne, and, and how he really helped you tune in. So right when my dad was terminally ill, and I was really in a bad state just watching him be terminal ill for a couple of years, I was really oh. at the end of my rope. And I was walking by a store that said card reading inside. And I never had a card reading in my whole life. It's just not something I grew up believing in or doing. And I looked at it. I said to my husband, I'm going to go in there and ask how much the card reading is. And he said, okay, sure. And I said, I'm only going to do it for $10. (laughs) So I went in and I said, how much is a card reading? And she said, for you, $10. (laughs) So I said, oh, you got me. Okay. So I sat down and she did an angel card reading for me um, really quickly. My first one ever. And she just looked at me and said, the universe is waiting for you to tell it what you want. Oh, and that even now gives me full body shivers because at the time I had just been reacting to everything that had been happening. My dad was so ill. I was really in a bad state about it. Um, It was really, really difficult. And I just felt like I was along for the ride, reacting and trying to keep up. And this was the first time that I heard, well, maybe I can ask for help. Mm -hmm. And so the next day after that reading, I went up in the woods, a place where I like to walk. And I stood up on a rock. I was by myself with my dog. And I said, okay, universe, God, whoever's out there, I can't do this anymore. I'm at the end of my rope. I'm asking for help. I surrender and um, got back to my car. And then I got a phone call immediately from our doctor, my dad's doctor saying he needed to speak with us. And that basically he said that my dad was on his last day. He passed away the next day. Mm. But that next day I felt since I asked for help, like I was carried through that last day that would have been, you know, one of the hardest days of my life in the hospice. Um, I was carried. It was like I was weightless. Wow. It's really hard to describe. And I was able to be there for my other family members and all the people coming to visit. I was able to kind of help people, you know, be kind of in charge, sort of helping people mm-hmm. speak to my dad for the last time. And, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad that I asked for help. And that's really what I wanted to say with that story is we yeah. can all ask for help. 
Our angels are there just waiting for us to ask for help. And that's all that they need is just for you to ask. And it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah. Perfectly, beautifully expressed. And every day to know that um, I have a list of things, of course, that I'm working on. And I ask for help with those things. Mm-hmm. I ask to meet the right people i just ask to to let it flow and the angels can work with us that way too to allow flow you know in our lives so that we are at again being as productive as possible with the least stress as possible Mm -hmm. right i mean stress is not a requisite yes is it you know it was (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It, it almost means like you're in a place of resistance. And and we get in times of our life when we're really busy. Like, for example, yeah. I'm doing the summit. I'm really busy and, you know, stress levels can come up. But when you ask the angels for help, things start to just unfold a lot more easily than they do if you're going at it alone. And I, I have this discovery I made about stress and that because we have the fortune of being able to see that there is another way. You sometimes you can observe yourself uh, starting to spiral out. You know, it was of course it was something you might have spiraled out about before. And for me, when I get stressed, I get into this. I'm overburdened, and I get angry. So feeling anger about the stress, and then I can certainly turn around and go, I chose all this. I chose all this. This is all me. So what can I be grateful for now? How can I choose something other than anger, anger, anger? As though, oh, this shouldn't be happening. This should be, I shouldn't feel this way. Well, you know, it's your tension. It's my tension. It's my feelings of overwhelm. It's okay, you know? It's okay. You feel that way because you're doing a lot. That's all right but don't be angry about it. <laughs> you know, don't. Yeah. Why? You know, I'm privileged to do what I do. Yes. So, so what would be your advice to, if there's people in our audience who are feeling stressed, because I know stress is really common in society. Everyone mm. these days are so busy. We're trying to do a million different things all the time. Um, what would be your advice to people who are feeling stressed and bogged down by everything they have to do? Well, look at where you're calling yourself. You're, 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 you're kind of back to what you were saying before, Vict- feeling victimized. Mm-hmm. That you're at, when you're at the effect of everything and you're at the effect of everything. And then you took a step and you got a card reading, took a step. So whatever step you take that is unusual for you, like I don't usually do this, do that. Mm-hmm. Go for a walk. Um, do something that is just for you, that breaks the spell. And meditating is obviously uh, something that you can do, just sitting in that stress space. Uh, and I really encourage everyone to um, develop prayer. You know, prayer is constant. Mm-hmm. Prayer is great. Prayer allows you to have, to feel the presence of your guardian angels or your, 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 my dad, 
I can't, like, I can't wait to talk to you about your communication with your dad because it's so helpful. Mm-hmm. Why not choose where we are helped rather than we're abandoned, we're punished. Allow an angel energy once you start diving in there, angel energy can heal feelings of lack, of worthlessness, and of abandonment. I have seen it. A lot of people I've interviewed who work with angels on a day-to-day basis uh, have healed themselves from a lot of trauma, a lot of abuse, serious stuff. And now they are shining, not always happy, but they're lit up. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they're living a life of purpose. That's my, the, the other goal, the other thing is like to wake up, if you wake up and you go, wow, I got this big purpose. If today you do one thing towards that purpose, which is includes 15 minutes of meditation, five minutes of a walk, something, reading a chapter of a book, you take that five minutes and then you start expanding it. Because, and this is another piece of advice I got from someone, a Buddhist mentor. He said, your life needs to see how much you want that dream. Hmm. So you are going to be asked, a lot of things are going to be asked of you. You're going to take on a lot. You're going to feel stressed. A lot easier if you don't go into anger about it. Just go into stress about it. Go into overwhelm and then start looking around for help. Yes. So I really want to touch on, you mentioned meditation and those are all really great points that you just made, but especially meditation. um, Anybody can meditate. You know, I've heard people say, I've tried to meditate. It didn't work for me. Um, And, and it really, it works for everybody. And I think what happens is a lot of people try and sit quietly and not have any thoughts. And that's (laughs) impossible for a human, you know, unless you're like an ascended master, like the Buddha or something like it's basically it's going to happen and that's okay and then you just gently allow the thoughts to go by and my favorite kind of um, meditation is a guided meditation which is what I think Melanie Beckler does as well where she, her yeah. voice will talk you through what to focus on mm-hmm. and how to direct your energy and it's absolutely wonderful um, yeah. and that brings us to my gift yes the link yes. so anyone who goes and tries that link that's part of my free gift there are 14 different meditations. So you can do one a day for two weeks. Just that's, try an, it. that's an amazing free gift. And you can see which one feels nice. There might be one you want to do a few more times more than the other. And it's about finding your own style too and what feels good in your own body. Mm. That's, a that's very good advice. That is really, really, really good advice. Yeah. Just, um, I... I'm always over scheduling. So don't schedule one a day. Just go and take a look. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's not a one size fits all for everything. It is not. Everyone has a completely different connection with their angels. Yes. It's very different. Which I'm sure you learned doing the podcast and talking to so many different angels. Exactly. Exactly. It, you can hear it, you can feel it, you can smell it, you can, but the connection is, and it's in your body or, you know, but it's, it's, it's there for you. And it was there when you were born. It was there when you probably, when you still up to the years, you were a toddler and maybe into a young person, you had a connection with grace and with God and with, and the angels are here to help us bring us back to that 
and angels are not the fluffy little things with wings that do this. Maybe they do those cupids, but angels are towers. They're are energy. It's energy, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll find your own connection. Just uh, trust that. Trust that. That's why you're watching. Yes. <laughs> That's my message. Obviously. But these are not your grandmother's angels. Like I keep No. Cupids, <laughs> like you said, they're not little statues. I mean, maybe they are, maybe they project themselves sometimes that way, but they are powerful beings of energy that are available to everybody, regardless of religion, regardless mm. of who you are in the world. Every single person can call them in, ask them for yeah. help. And they are incredible and they're just waiting for you to ask for help and it's it's as easy as asking and saying it out loud or to yourself in prayer and and you mentioned prayer earlier and I also wanted to say that prayer is absolutely wonderful and again it prayer kind of has a religious um, connotation to it but it doesn't need to if you're religious that's great if you're not that's great too prayer is available to everyone and it's just basically you asking God the universe the divine the angels to help you and to speak with you it's as simple as that it's also possibly a way to think about it is to call it invoking. Mm, yes. To invoke um, your your connection mm-hmm. because you know your spiritual your spiritual energy hooks up. It's like a somebody described it like a radio dial. You know? Yes. So. Yes, that's exactly that. how my angels described it. Exactly, it was a radio station where you need to like change your frequency and increase it a bit higher to tune into where their energy is at. That's the exact same mm-hmm. message I got. What a coincidence! Must <laughs> be <laughs> something to it. <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to ask you about the Alexa, my angel prayers. Oh, yeah. If anyone's interested in that, how how do you sign up for that? Oh, it's easy. You go to myangelprayer.com. And at myangelprayer.com, you can, there's directions for signing up. You can get, if you have Alexa, then all you have to do is say, Alexa, enable my angel prayer. If you don't and you want it on your phone and you want Alexa on your phone, we have instructions for that. And we are sharing a lot of these prayers on our Facebook page, how to connect with angels and you can get a taste for it. I would love, love, love for people to give it a shot. If you, if we can give ourselves a minute a day to listen to a prayer, that's a real big minute. Mm, yes. I love that. And I love that it's available for everyone to tune into. And then if you're new to prayer, you're new to invoking the angels. And you're, I hear people ask me often, like, I'm not sure what to say. I'm not sure how to invoke them. Mm-hmm. Well, my angel prayer and Alexa is a wonderful way to start and to open that door. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yes. So I encourage everyone to check that out. And of course, to check out Sherry's other free gift as well with the 14 meditations, which is a wonderful gift. Well, yeah. I would love also, um, our film is called Angel Lady, mm-hmm. angelladymovie.com and angelladymovie.com is where you can find everything, the, the movie and the podcast and my angel prayer and my mother's beautiful paintings, um, do all kinds of beautiful things that to dip into. And, uh, we also have an, you know, you can subscribe and I would love that, you know, so we can all just empower each other be better you know 
Yes, that's wonderful. So we'll definitely link to all of those things. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm so glad we have this connection and I can't wait to interview you. (laughs) Yes. Me too. Well, thank you, Sherry, so much for sharing thank your time you. with us and thank you. Audience. Thank you, everybody. Yes, and thanks. We'll talk to you again and we'll see everyone at um, Sherry's Wonderful Gifts. So bye for now. Bye.